Radio, the transmission and reception of electromagnetic waves on radio frequency, especially those carrying sound messages, or the activity or industry of broadcasting sound programs to the public. Fanboy, a male fan, especially one who behaves in an obsessive or overexcited way. This is the Radio Fanboy Podcast, and here's your host, Bevo. Today's guest is a friend of mine I've known for quite some time now since she moved to the sunny coast and began working at uh, CFM. Later in her career, went down to Brisbane and amongst many other things, made a return to the sunny coast on CFM. Rach joins me on the podcast today. G'day, Rach. How are you? Hey, Beba. I'm good. Feel a bit special, actually. You are. Well, you just had your birthday, so consider this your birthday treat, getting a <laughs> podcast invite. Oh, thank you. Good way to spend my 25th. Yeah, yeah, I'm yet to be convinced that that's how old you are. I did find out how old you are, but I'm not going to repeat it for your privacy concerns. That's right, (laughs) Rach. Your um, your love for radio it shows in every single break that you do. There's definitely a passion there, and your um, relationships that you build with your callers. What is it about radio that you love personally? Um. Can I say everything? Is that a cliche kind of response? Your interview, you can say whatever the hell you like, right? (laughs) Everything. So I, I love music, but I love talking to people, and I loved, you know, I've always loved like performing in a way. Um, And I love the fact that radio can make such a connection. So, um, so when I'm on air, I love the fact that I get so excited about music, and that I can share that excitement with people that are listening, and then also have them talking to me about it as well. And it's just it's just this great kind of round feeling of excitement and just making it come alive and just yeah do you, you know what I mean like, oh just, yeah it's genuine it's not fake at all like you can hear it in your voice and even when you're off the air you're exactly the same person so there's no um you know bs filter going on there it's, it's, it's all legit the um the fascination for radio for you where did it start do you know what? I I can link it back um I was seven years old in my backyard listening to my Walkman and um, I was listening to Today FM and a Madonna song was playing and I was like, right, I want to be on the radio because, you know, music is great and I just love talking. And um, and then in that time of listening to that Madonna song, I talked myself out of it like I don't know how to get into it. It's going to be too hard. You have to know somebody how to get into it. So it kind of stopped there at the same time. But all through uh, from then, you know, I was doing things like my friend had a voice recorder. So, you know, I'd pretend to be on the radio recording myself. And then um, as I got older, I'd be buying all the brand new CD singles from HMV. And what I'd do is I'd bring them home and then I'd work out because I'd make cassette compilations, which I still have at home. And I'd make out like a playlist and work out which songs are going to sound better to like side by side and work out a feel like a, basically a list. And then I'd record those CDs onto the cassette so I could listen to it in my car. And I remember one one of my friends used to jump in the car and go, oh, I always love getting in your car because you have all the brand new songs and they're always playing. So in a way, I think, I, well, I was obviously doing everything but just didn't realise. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it. And back in those days, CD singles, they weren't exactly $2.99 <laughs> like they are on iTunes. <laughs> they were like 10 bucks each. Yeah. So um, I pocket money and working money and things like that when I was at school. So, um, and, you know, weekends and that was always Rage on the, you know, on the weekends, you know, Saturday and Sunday. And then when Rage finished, flipped over to video hits, you know, and then there was fights with my brother. He's like, I want to watch cartoons. And I'm, I'm like, oh, no, it's Rage. He's like, you watched this yesterday. I was <laughs> like, yeah, but it's in a, 
it's in a different order today. <laughs> That's exactly right. The um the fascination fascination there it sounds very uh, familiar to a lot of people. What about um the link in high school to when you actually um got your first radio job? What was the transition like there? Well, I didn't get my first radio job until long after I left school. Um, so um, while I was at school, I was looking at doing childcare. And so I did all these extra courses while I was at school, you know, um, outside of school hours and stuff. And then year 12 came, I was like, I just don't want to do it. I want to do something with music, like work at a record label or something. So that everything changed from there. And um, just worked casual as you kind of do when you leave school and ended up moving from Sydney and uh, to Coffs Harbour with my parents and got into community radio at CHY and, yeah, everything just went from there. Wow, there's so many success stories that have come out of that community station. So um, much. Do you want to rattle off a few names? Because, um, yeah, we've, we've had Moffy on recently. He's mentioned a few. See if you can add a few more to that list. Um, oh, there's, a, there's been a few. I know there's one guy, I can't think of his name, and he was on a children's show on, I think it was ABC. He was way before my time. A lot of people were way before my time. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Brendan Taylor might have gone through there. Um, Matt Innes. Um, was there when I was there. Um, Ryan Bard was there when I was there. Um, yeah, and then I know there was a, quite a, a few success stories from before my time as well. So what is it about that station, do you think, that attracted people to it? Is it because it was purely a youth station? Um, I think it's the fact that when I went in anyway, I got my hands into everything apart from the sales. I've never been good at sales. I'll give you the ideas, but I'm not good at (laughs) pushing people for them. Um, So I literally got into announcing and then I was doing music and I was also doing production. So you, you have a chance to get your hands on everything to give everything a go. So I think that's what it is and they give you the chance to do that. So just hands on everything. It's not like you you come in here, you do this, that's it. Yeah, you have a you have a chance to have a go at everything. Well, when I was there anyway, obviously things change with different people running it. But when I was there, um, yeah, cool, we'll get you on air, and then oh, I'd love to learn how to do that. Yeah, cool, we'll show you how to do that, and we'll show you how to do this, and um, yeah. So I just ended up doing pretty much everything. So it was great. And from there, where did you get your first gig? Uh, so from there, I was selected to go to afters and study for um, the graduate diploma. Yeah. And then from that, I went and had my got my first gig at Bega down at Parafem. Yeah. Uh, and from there, I went. I had a had a quick stint at Lismore because I had to move for uh, a sick family member, so I needed to be closer with them. And then from there, I moved to WA. I worked at Coast FM. And from coast, I went to CFM at Toowoomba. And then from Toowoomba, I went to CFM on the sunny coast and from sunny coast to Newcastle to NXFM. And then I was at NX for only, I think it was eight months, and then Brisbane called me up and then I moved to Brisbane for a bit. Um, Then had a little bit of a break and um, went back to the sunny coast for a little bit. Yeah, it's quite an interesting journey considering that a lot of people sort of leave a station and they don't often return, but you you got the opportunity to go back, didn't you? Yeah, I I had always said, uh, because I've obviously travelled a lot, but the Sunshine Coast was my 
favorite place out of all the places that I've lived and I've always wanted to go back there to I don't know settle the right word <laughs> um without yeah. sounding old that, but, that um, is that is radio though isn't it, it really is <laughs> yeah I think you find a place that you love and you think no I'd really like to go back there for the the lifestyle that it that yeah. it offers so yeah. and I've got a lot of amazing friends here as well yeah definitely when you're at Aftus, um do you remember some of the students you were with and who went on to do bigger and better things from there yeah, uh, Brett Smith, who I'm really good friends with. Um, we're still really great mates. So he uh, he's had like a lot of movements and currently working uh, SBS Radio. He's doing pretty much, I think, everything there. Um, then there was like Kelly Glover, um, Sarah McGilvray, who's at Nova. She was in my year as well. Um, yeah, so there was there was only ten of us in the group. So I've, I know a few people, quite a few people have left. They've done done a few years and then gone on to do something else. But yeah, so you, you're growing up as a radio announcer. You, you're getting ideas. You're tuning around the dial. Who, who's your inspiration? Who do you aspire to be like, or who motivated you to be better at what you do? Um, when I lived in, so I grew up in Sydney, and I was there when Nova um, popped up and became Nova. And I really love listening to Bianca Jai and Jamie Rowe because I've found that they were very similar as in like personalities as to what I am. So I like a bit of fun, being a bit cheeky, and those two were quite like that. So I really enjoy listening to them and thought, okay, you know, like maybe I can be like them one day. I also uh, grew up listening to Take 40. So Barry Bissell was always cool because he was a man that had all this knowledge and that's what I love when I – talk about songs and and things like that on air you know you've got some knowledge or you've got some celebrities talking so I always really like that and you know on on a Sunday we'd be listening to that you know after the American one played as well um so yeah probably those I mean I grew up listening to um Hans and Kaylee because my parents were big um 2WS and then WS listeners so that's what kind of grew up on that and today FM and then my dad was kind of into Triple M a little bit as well but it was mainly um, WS, so I grew up listening to those guys. Um, and then when I got older, it was listening to like Wendy Harmer and the Morning Crew. Um, so it's just, yeah, mainly mainly the Sydney stations is what I grew up listening to. And like I said, um, you know, connected, like felt like I was similar in a way, I suppose, uh, connected to certain announcers that were like that. One of your um, most amazing skills is your ability to connect with listeners and callers in particular. What, what sort of things do you do to bring out the best in a caller? Um, I, don't, I don't have any, like, tricks. I just, when people call, I just talk to them like I talk to everybody else. So, um, and if, if you've got the time and you allow people to have a good conversation with you, you find that you could probably get out of a couple of minutes phone call 30 different reactions to use on air for different things because you just start having a conversation about what they've called for, you turn it into something else and they're really relaxed if you're really relaxed and talking to them. So I just, yeah, you know, and a lot of listeners, it's, it's really nice because a lot of them have followed me around if they've, like if I've met them at one station, they've followed me through my next ones and a couple of them um, have caught up with me. So they've come up to have like coffee and things like that or a drink and things. So that's, that's really nice that they want to kind of get to know, like, you know, know you outside of the radio as well. You're friends with someone quite higher profile in the rap game. Um, you know someone called Nicki Minaj, don't you? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I do. Um, she's very furry and very cute. That's my dog. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, you're always thinking you're actually you, Nikki, with that. <laughs> yeah, so long story, but um, uh, someone that I met on the Sunshine Coast ended up becoming good friends and they had a – She's a blue staffy, and they had her, and the kids were really into radio, so they used to listen to me on the radio. And so when they bought her, Nicki Minaj was really huge. The dad got to choose the type of the dog, and the kids got to name her, so she got Nicki Minaj. So anyway, uh, a few years later, they had to move, so I took her on, and she's now my little baby. And, yes, Nicki Minaj. So she actually has her own Instagram. I, I no know. way. <laughs> This you're one of those. You're one of those proud pup mums. <laughs> I, got, I was just getting bored, and I was like, oh, "I'd never do that." And then I got bored. And I was like, "Oh, let's just do it." So she's uh, under. If you want to find her, Nicki Minaj or Staffy. And I swear that dog's going to have more friends and, and people fo- like followers and that than me very soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she only gets Nicki Minaj when she's in trouble. Like most of us, only get our full names when we're in trouble. Yes. And um, yeah, so she's just Nicki. But yeah, everyone everyone loves the story of Nicki Minaj. Hey, Rach, thank you so much for joining us on the oh, Radio Fanboy Podcast. It's great oh. to get you on. You've been on my list for a very long time and have made it happen. So oh, thanks, Bevo. No, it's really nice that you wanted to have a chat with me. I really appreciate it. You've always been a really big supporter since I met you when, uh, when I was here on the coast, I think about six years ago. Uh, that's when I met you. And I probably actually used to listen to you on Wild and things like that because when I was in high school, that was the thing that well, we were I was were just thinking to. when you were saying that you used to listen to um, the stations in Sydney, I was probably on down there as well as on yeah. Triple M and Mix and The Edge and all them. <laughs> Thank you Thanks. so much for joining us on the Radio Fanboy Podcast, Rach. Thanks, Bebo. The Radio Fanboy Podcast, hosted by Bevo and produced by Matt Fulton Productions. Dan Hill speaking.